Hello and welcome to the newest episode of Overcome Yourself. As you know, this is Nicole. And today um, I decided that I want to share with you guys how I do website audits. Um, so this is a free resource. I have a workbook that you can use. It is in the Entrepreneur Resources Vault. Um, and I'll leave a link in the notes so you guys could sign up. Um, I have like four or five amazing resources in there that I've created over the last few years as I've been working with clients, um, like five tips to improve your SEO, a DIY uh, website audit workbook, um, tips for overcoming yourself or overcoming your business. I have some stock photos in there that I have available. Um, so I wanted to make sure that these resources I've created are available to you. Um, and so go ahead and sign up for that. Um, but today we're just going to focus specifically on conducting um, an audit of your website because you want to make sure that your website is, is working for you. Okay, your website is not supposed to be a money pit that you're just throwing money at it and nothing's happening. Um, you do want to make money from your website um, and you've got to set it up in certain ways. There's certain things you've got to do to make sure that it's doing that for you. Right. Because the goal of having a website is not um, is not really for you to be doing a bunch of work. Right. The website should be selling something, should be doing something for you um, when you're not there. So even if you're asleep, even if you're on vacation, um, that is like a salesperson that is on the Internet that is working for you. Right. And so if that's not the case with your website, you want to make sure that it is optimized. I mean, there's a lot of pieces that go into this, you know, marketing and things like that. But the website itself should be uh, ready to receive your ideal clients. Um, and there's certain things that I've noticed um, in the website audits that I've done for my clients that kind of, um, you know, I've seen that kind of have, I guess, like a theme. Um, and I want to make sure that you can avoid those pitfalls um, so that your website is optimized. And like I said, it's making you money because that's the whole point of having a website, right? Like if that's your goal, if it's a business, if it's a blog, you want to make money. So um, the first thing we're going to look at is your domain name. Um, and you want to make sure that you are hosting it with a great host. As you guys know, I recommend that you use WordPress and that the host that you use is Lyrica Host. Um, everything is super simple. Um, they have a bunch of website like setup guides and things like that. They have a free resource vault. They have a bunch of um, stock photos as well. So um, I totally recommend, and I get, uh, free stock photos, uh, you know, in my email every, every month. Um, so Lyrical Host is the way to go always. You can get your domain name there and then their customer support team is the absolute best. So if you're brand new and you've never built a website, Lyrical Host is amazing. They have all the resources you need to help you. If you are more advanced and you already know about website building, uh, excuse me, website building, Lyrical Host is still amazing. They still have, um, amazing resources. Um, you can have a bunch of different websites set up on your account. Um, if you manage you know, websites for other clients like I was doing. Um, so it is a great option for your website. Um, I don't recommend like those kind of built 
for you, you know, drag and drop kind of websites. I don't want to mention any names. Um, but when you have a WordPress website, you know, like 60%, I think, of the internet is built on WordPress. Um, you can really do anything that you want with it. And um, you can create your own kind of drag and drop website builder. I personally use Elementor um, to make, because I tried doing it with WordPress. And when I was new, it was... I learned it, but it was really confusing. And I discovered Elementor and it's super simple to grab your elements, drop them um, and learn. You know, there's a lot of videos that can help you set it up as well. So if you want to do it yourself, um, WordPress with Lyrica Host and Elementor definitely makes it super easy. And that's the way to go. Um, so if you've already got your domain, uh, we want to make sure that it's... Mm, I don't want you to change your domain if you already got one, okay? So I, I want to be really careful what I say here. Um, maybe book a free consultation with me and we can review, we can talk about it. Um, ideally, you want to make sure, like there's different ways to go about it. You can either include something that has your keywords that you are trying to market, or if you're building yourself as a brand, you can use your name. So it really depends on the goals that you have for your website and you know whether it's a blog and you're generating income like through affiliates and through ads, or if it's more of a service-based website where you are collecting money for services or th that you're providing like you know if you're doing graphics or you're doing coaching or things like that um then the the big thing that we look at in the whole website after we look at the domain and we look at the hosting is going to be the user experience and i want to mention this because this is kind of like the big umbrella where if there is any question in any of the other categories we're always going to look at user experience and that's always going to win out um we want to make sure that your customer finds what they're looking for, um, that it's super easy for them to find it, right? So it comes up, whatever it is that you promise them comes up when they get to your website. Super important. It's not about the number of pages that you have. Um, you could have an amazing, profitable one-page website. I've seen clients that have, you know, like 20-page websites. That might be too much. You might be overwhelming the people, um, you know, it's so you don't have to focus on having a shit ton of pages, okay? Um, having a few uh, well thought out, constructed, you know, and well constructed pages is, is definitely going to beat out a humongous website any day, um, especially if you're starting out. So the next thing I'm going to do is I'm going to check the backlinks. Um, I run um, a backlink checker uh, through Google Chrome and I check and see. Um, the ratio of your links. How are your do follow, your no follow links? Um, so if you have a note about links here, if you have affiliate income, if you have any links on your website that someone clicks on them and um, then you make money if they make a purchase or something like that, then that needs to be a no follow link. And I don't recommend that you use a plugin for this because those can break. It's a very simple code that you can learn. Um, and but you this is just a reminder to have no follow links um we can do a whole segment about it if you guys want to learn more about the do follow and no follow um but that just a comment okay so if you're making money it sh it needs to be a no follow link um then with the links okay then in the other thing that we check in the back links is um what's the ratio of your external and internal links so how many links do you have um you know 
like back to your own website. So if you're on the home page, you might have a link to the about me page. So that counts as an internal link. And how many external links do you have? So how many of the links that you have on that website or on that page, when I run the backlink checker, it's going to be by page. Um, are going to external sources. So for example, if you have a social media, like little buttons at the top, those would be external links. And you just wanna make sure that that ratio, you know, you don't, you're not leaning too much one way or the other. You wanna have a combination of all of those external, internal, do follow and no follow links um, throughout your website. And you wanna make sure that all those links are working correctly so that you're not leading to any 404 pages. Um, part of user experience, like for example, with the 404 pages is you can redesign those um, and to have them redirect or to link to a search page. But um, you want to make sure that if it if for whatever reason you, you know, one of your customers comes across a 404 page, they have something that they can do there so that they don't just like leave. Right. So they that you should have like a some kind of search feature or something like that to let them know, hey, we couldn't find this. How can we help you find what you're looking for? Um, and I would also recommend that maybe you put something about sending an email to you because you want to know if for whatever reason, if something goes down and someone's linking to a 404 page, you might not do an audit for another few months um, <clears throat> and you want to know about that stuff. So it, that might be helpful to include some kind of like email link, like, hey, let us know that you reached this 404 page and help us, you know, we can help you find what you're looking for, something like that. So that ties in, like I said, back to the user experience. Um, okay, so once we run the backlink checker and we check um, all that stuff out, um, another reason we do that is you want to have those external links um, for domain authority. So when another website, another reputable website links to you, um, that is backlink building, right? So if you um, post a review on some other website, if you guess blog post on another website, though that is called backlink building. Um, and so what that kind of means is, so when you have those external links on your own website, it's kind of like you are telling Google that you're giving that website a thumbs up. So I'm a reputable website and I'm giving a thumbs up to this website. Um, so Google knows that they're, you know, that they're a good source of information um, and that it's something that they can recommend to people because because Google is very picky about making sure that, you know, they send people to real websites and we're grateful for that, right? <laughs> um, so you want to make sure that these external links that you have um, are leading to reputable websites. You do want to check them um, periodically to make sure that, you know, they haven't changed Um Sometimes, you know, um, I've seen like in blog posts where you've linked to a certain blog and then that person maybe didn't keep up the blog and now it just leads to like an empty page. So you just want to make sure that you set some time aside, maybe once a year to have you or someone on your team kind of go through those links. And when your website gets really big, um, that's a big job. Um, so you want to kind of make sure that you're keeping track of those things um, in the beginning. And making sure, um, you know, that those links are leading to good websites, you know. And if you made some kind of arrangement where um, you got paid to put up a link, you know, make sure that the the timings are correct. Make sure that, um, 
if you paid someone to put up a link, um, make sure that they have it on their website. You know what I'm saying? So go back and go back through and check on those things. So there is some backlink stuff that I can't check with the backlink checker because we're really just checking your own website. Um, but backlink building is something to keep in mind. Um, you know, having those backlinks shows Google that, uh, you know, your website is something that can be shown to people and just make sure that those are reputable websites, like I said, um, that you're linking to and from. Um, the next thing that I'm going to review on your website is going to be, where's your call to action? What is the call to action? What is it that you want me as your ideal client to do? So this goes back, I'm going to have to know what your goals are. Um, and hopefully I can tell what your goals are just by looking at your website. So if the first thing that comes up is an email newsletter sign up, I know that the goal is to get people on the email newsletter. If you're like, wait a second, no, Nicole, my goal is to make sales, not to get people on my email newsletter. Um, well, that's twofold. We're going to have to look at that. Um, do you already have an email newsletter um, would be my first question. And number two, where is the call to action for those sales? Right. Because um, you want to make sure that whatever you want your ideal client to do is the first thing that they see. Um, having your email newsletter set up, that is super important. OK, don't forget. Um. A lot of the majority on, on the websites that I run, I'm going to tell you that a lot of the signups come from the pop-up forms. And I've heard from a lot of my clients that they're like, well, I don't want to annoy people. I get it, but they work. That's what gets people signed up because it's like in your face. It grabs your attention. It's super quick. You're like, hey, you know what? I like this website. So um, setting up that email newsletter and making sure that the call to action is what you want it to be. Now. Um, making sales, you also don't make, maybe necessarily want to put the sales straight up front on the website. Um, it really, like I said, it depends on your goals and the purpose of your website. But um, if your goal is to get sales and you have products, right, it makes a lot of sense to have the products on the front page of um, of your website. And you want to have, you know, your featured product, the one that you want the people to buy, that's going to be your main focus. That's going to, that's, that should be what is on top. But if you have like, if you're a coach, you might not want to put your coaching package, like just buy from me. Right. So in that case, even though your goal is to make sales, it might make the most sense to get an email newsletter sign up. So you can give some kind of freebie there. Um, and that's what's going to allow you to build a relationship with the visitors of your website so you can eventually make those bigger sales, right? Because it's a big difference selling a product that's $5.99, like $5.99 versus selling a product that's $5,999, right? Or a service. Um, it, it's going to be a little bit different. Um, so like I said, it, it really depends on your goals um, and your market um, and, and really what it is that you are doing, what solution that you are providing for your people. Um, so what else do we look at? Um, do you have this? It's really interesting, but do you actually have a way to collect money on your website. You have no idea how many business owners I have come into contact with that don't actually have any way of collecting money on their websites. How is your website going to make money for you if there's no way of collecting money on your website? Does that make sense? So if you don't have it set up right now, I need you to set up a PayPal account. I don't really like PayPal accounts for the bigger things, but if you got it, I mean, use it to get started. 
make sure you read the rules and you're not selling anything that they don't allow. Um, <clears throat> the other thing here is you can do Stripe. I love Stripe. You can set up your packages there. You might need to watch a few videos, um, but those are free resources that you can use. They charge by the transaction. Um, to collect money because you need to set up some kind of way does i mean it makes sense right if your website is your salesperson your salespeople need to be able to collect money what's the point of having a salesperson if they get to make the sale and they're like oh wait well we gotta wait for the manager to come back because i can't actually take the money it doesn't make any sense right um so go ahead and figure out a way that you can set up money collection on your website so i don't know if you want to set up a woocommerce store with your products like i said it really depends on your goals um you can also set up paypal buttons for different services that you have you can also set up your buttons on stripe and set up the products there um, and just have a button on your website so it doesn't have to be very complicated but it does have to be there somewhere okay um the next thing we're going to look at is copy copy is such a big deal um, and it's one of the things that kind of gets overlooked because it can be kind of intimidating especially when you're getting started um, so the copy, you want to be telling a story. You want to grab people's emotions in your copy and you want that copy to convert into sales, right? Um, so you've got to make sure that you have your calls to action in there. You've got to make sure that you're overcoming objections in your copy. Um, you've got to make sure that you're bringing out the emotions, that you're not, you're not selling what you're selling, sell the transformation. Um, I can go into a whole... I guess we're going to have to do a whole podcast about copy. Um, but it's it's super important that you understand um, how to help people navigate through your website, right? Um, and overcoming those objections within the copy and providing testimonials. Um, if you have them, use them. It was kind of hard for me in the beginning to kind of brag about myself and to post testimonials, but it's so important so people see um, what you do, right? And it's not you telling people, this is what I've done. It's really cool to have someone say, hey, working with this person was awesome and I highly recommend you do it, right? It gives you kind of like a little boost when someone gives you a compliment like that, right? And as entrepreneurs, we got to be sure that uh, we're practicing gratitude and can accept those compliments. Don't forget. Um, because you do work really hard on what you do. Um, and it's it's really important that you share that on your website. So including your testimonials as part of your copy. Um, and what else do we look at? The graphics. What goes with the copy is graphics. Um, yeah, graphics. Like, are you making your own graphics? And I don't want this to sound intimidating. Remember that every single one of these aspects that I've mentioned so far, you can hire someone to help you do each one of these things. You can hire someone to review the SEO on your website. When I didn't even mention SEO when we were just talking about copy. Um, SEO is search engine optimization. Um, that's doing like things like keyword research. Um, how do you figure out what people are searching for, right? Because what's the point of writing blog posts and then not naming them something that people are actually searching for, right? If you're providing a solution in your blog post or in your videos or whatever it is you're doing on your website, you want people to find that. And the easiest way to help people find that is to put it in front of them, 
right? <laughs> so you have to figure out what are people searching for and make sure that your content um, shows up for those people. Now, you know, make sure it's like correct. Like you don't just name something randomly because of SEO. No, um, you provide a solution to a problem that people are already searching for. Um, and then that will help you rank. That helps get eyeballs on your content. Um, and there's there's different ways. I also use um, another Google Chrome extension for keyword research. Um, I think it's called Keyword Surfer. Um, I'll include a link down there too that it's like totally free and it just kind of gives you some insight. But there are a lot of different platforms you can use for keyword research. Now, big, big, huge note. <laughs> about keyword research. Keyword research seems like this huge and it's so easy to go down this rabbit hole and just spend hours of your life doing this. Um, don't. <laughs> keyword research should only take up about 2% of your website development time. This is something that you do. You check out, see what is, you know, what's being talked about, what are people searching for, and then you actually write about it. Right. That's the most important part is providing the content um, for what those people are searching for. So I mentioned Keyword Surfer. Another one um, that you can use for free, I think you can do like one or three searches a day is Answer the Public. Um, I learned that one from Rachel Peterson. And that one is really cool too. You type in a question and it kind of shows you variations of what people are searching for, like who, what, why, when, uh, where, um, and so it's, it's really cool. It, it helps you kind of look up, I guess it would be like LSI keywords where it's kind of keywords that are close to the keywords you're searching for. Um, but it kind of helps you expand your search a little bit because maybe, um, you type something in, in a certain way and your ideal audience is just using a little tweak on the words and just that tiny tweak could, you know, open up a whole new market for you because um, you didn't even realize people were searching for your thing in a certain way. Um, so um, that is still with the copy. Then with the graphics, you want to make sure that you have nice graphics. Um, this doesn't mean you have to go all out. Um, you can kind of just use pictures of you. Um, if you have them, you can create some graphics on Canva. Um, you can use Canva for free and create some graphics for your website. Um, they have tons of stock photos that can you that you can use. Um, so you don't have to go out and you know pay thousands of dollars for Photoshop. You can start off using Canva, or like I mentioned, you can hire someone um, like some on something like Fiverr to do graphics for you. Um, if you're not so like you know um, designly inclined, I guess. Um, I do graphics. It takes you a little while, you know, do a, a few practice ones, but eventually you can put out some pretty nice graphics just using the templates that they offer you there. So it, it doesn't have to be too complicated. Um, you know, choose a style of font that you like. Um, that's very easy to read. Remember user experience, choose fonts that are super easy to read for your markets. Um, oh, and the other thing about graphics, it is very important that you put your alt tags on your graphics. Now, um, this is for if someone's using like a screen reader, uh, we want to make sure that our websites are accessible to as many people as possible. So someone who's blind who would be using a screen reader needs to be able to um, 
have the images read to them. Does that make sense? So in your alt tags, when you're adding images into your website, um, a really cool thing to do is to, uh, you know, just write out, I mean, not really cool, like it's just what you should do, write out what is happening in that graphic. And that way, anyone who is not able to look at um, their screen for whatever reason, if they're using a screen reader or whatever, um, or maybe the graphic just doesn't come up, they'll have a description there that will help them understand what's going on in the graphic. Okay, so that's super important. Um, I remember reading a few years ago that um, Beyonce actually got sued because a blind person was trying to buy tickets to her concert and her website was not accessible. Um, so keep this in mind. Uh, we want to make sure that, um, you know, it's accessible. That's it. So um, use those alt tags and don't forget to include your uh, keywords in those graphics, in those images. Um, make sure you put your name in that stuff because when people do Google searches, if someone searches for you, right, um, if you're not controlling what's going on Google, it's going to pull up whatever has your name on it. But if you're creating graphics for your website and you put your name on it and somebody Googles you, guess what's going to come up? Your graphics because your name's all over them right? Um, so make sure that you're putting keywords into those graphics so that people can find you. And so that the, the actual keywords that people are searching for, see, a lot of people do not take advantage of, this is like, like this episode is gold, you guys. <laughs> I hope you're taking notes because I'm giving away all the secrets here for real. So in your images, a lot of people, they just name them whatever standard it is, or they only put their company name on it or something. But if you take the time to actually name your image in a way that makes sense with the keywords that your ideal clients are looking for, you know, when somebody does a Google search, they might click on images and your competitors haven't even SEO'd their graphics. So they're looking through and they're finding all your stuff. So you could have like a, you know, like a, like a plain, um, playing field right in the in the graphics that you know if somebody's looking for graphics um, so that is a great way that you could take advantage of SEO um, in your graphics okay um, don't forget the alt tags um, let's see what else as far as the website audit um, when I look through those things there's usually notes that will come up and so when I do um, when we do the website audit, it does come with a consultation um, where we will sit down with you for an hour, answer any questions, and help you figure out what you've got to do to actually implement the things that we talked about. Um, and so usually a lot of notes come up. I know there's just a few categories, but there is usually a lot of notes that come up in between. Um, and so that's just what we would review. Um, you know, are your posts consistent? Um, are your like graphics, do they kind of look the same? Are the fonts the same throughout the website? Because you just want to make sure that you are creating your brand, that it's consistent and that it works, right? And that it's across so people know that they're on your website no matter what page they're on. Um, okay, so if you need help with the SEO on your website, if you want me to review your website, do an audit for you. If you need copy and you're just not sure how to target your ideal audience and you're like, man, I wish someone who could just 
ask me some questions and help me nail this. It's me. That's me. You can call me. We can have a talk. I will go through all my questions and we can crank out some copy for you. Um, so make sure that you log in, um, sign up for the membership, get into the Entrepreneur Vault, do the DIY website audit, and then call me and have me do one for you. Um, and we will review everything together and make sure that your website is set up. It is optimized to make you money because it is your best salesperson and if it's not right now it needs to be so give me a call and i will totally help you make your website the best salesperson that has ever been on your team um, so that's it for right now another thing i want to cover in a future episode is going to be the marketing ecosystem and this is something that i learned with rachel peterson i'm not giving away all her secrets um, but it, i do want to talk to you about the stuff that i've implemented from what i've learned with her uh, because it really ties into the website once you've got your website website set up, right? Um, you've got to get eyeballs on it. So SEO helps with that, but you're going to have to do your part with like social media to help people find your website. Okay. Um, it depends on the speed that you want to grow. Um, and I'm imagining that you want to do it fast, right? Um, or, you know, more quickly than, you know, the 10 years it took me, I guess. So we're going to talk about the whole marketing ecosystem and how in the heck I've given you a lot of ideas on creating content um, in the last 30 minutes, um, but we're going to talk about even more content creation ideas um, that we can use to, uh, you know, to buff up that website and to get those eyeballs because a great website is awesome, but it's even better when it's got eyeballs on it and when those people are handing you the credit card saying, take my money, right? Um, and that's my goal. That's what I want to help you do um, so that you can step away from the computer and actually get to enjoy life because that's the whole reason I started this um, and I want to help you do the same. So thank you so much for tuning in. Um, I look forward to the next episode and um, go audit your website. I'm so excited. Leave me a comment, send me an email, tell me how it went, tell me what you learned about your website. And if you stumble across anything and you have any questions, um, you know, shoot me an email, info at tuxpdigital.com. See you soon.